This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford. I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. And today we're going to do something a little different. We're going to be talking about not just leadership inside the persecuted church, which is normally what we talk about. But uh, today we're going to talk about leadership inside of SOM International. And uh, so, David, I'm going to toss it over to you. And I think one of the most important things that we can do is to is to pray, is to come alongside the people who are risking much for Jesus and pray for them. They often tell us what they covet most is is their prayers, is, is our prayers, is the prayers of those who are back here. And it's really, really important, maybe one of the most important things. So on that note, David, introduce us to our guest today. Yeah, well, perfect. And we pray every time and we prayed before all this podcast, you and I together too, Mark. And, and that's a perfect introduction because Carol is uh, involved in our prayer ministry and coordinating that. Uh, her Ultimately, her job title is Witness Development Director. And um, so she's going to tell us more about how what that looks like and her contribution to the overall serving the global leaders. And uh, Carol's a precious friend. Um, I think I've known her maybe 15 plus years, Carol. I can't even remember. Uh, but first of all, Carol, why don't you tell our, our listening audience here, you know, again, what does the Witness Development Director do with SOM International? You always ask the tough questions first. What do I do for my job? Uh, what do you do here? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, what I'd say is um, every person that comes through our doors is there because God sent them. And the Holy Spirit has planted something in their heart. And chances are they do not even understand it themselves. So um, basically, I come alongside them and try to help them understand what it is that God has sent them to do to serve the persecuted church. Yeah, and so what are some of those tools, though, Carol, uh, that you do up that you're over? Because you are a multi-talented person. I want our listening audience to catch some of these things. Just to, I'm, I'm going to boast to some of the years you probably won't. She's a retired teacher, sharp as a tack. So why don't you share some of those tools that you're overseeing and, and we're developing with our partners? Well, I do, I do all the training for uh, Spirit of Martyrdom. So we do workshops that uh, teach the tools that we see God using overseas to make disciples, plant churches. Um, they're multiplication tools. Um, so we teach people how to um, understand and teach the Bible and also teach other people to do the same thing. And we've shared those tools with our leaders in India, Africa, um, Mexico is coming up and uh, hopefully Latin America is on the schedule. And so we bring those tools back and we share them with the U.S. church. And we're, we're seeing some exciting things happening right now in that regard, uh, starting to multiply locally and in, in further south in Phoenix. So um, it's really exciting. You know, we talked about in the other episodes with the staff of how unique everyone has a testimony, a story of how they came to SOM. Can you share, Carol, with us your story, how you came to be on staff and a part of this ministry? David, you might not remember this, but you came to my church back in 2012, I think it was, and you had just returned from visiting India for the first time. And so you had come, you had gone to a graduation and, and on the 
way back you had written a, a letter that said, you know, I don't remember, 85 house churches had been planted in the first year or six months. Uh, and then you spoke at my church uh, right, right about that same time. And you, you, ta you taught on uh, Ishmael, the story of Abraham and Ishmael, where as a young man, um, a rather brash young man, uh, Ishmael gets kicked out of his home and the way that you uh, worked through the scripture, I saw for the first time that Ishmael had been a teenager, and I was a high school teacher at the time. He was a teenager, and from his point of view, his father just kicked him out of the house. And I thought about what that looked like to a young man of his age, and at the time, um, I had a young man, a very troubled young man, who had um, had a similar experience. He was in one of my classes. He, um, his, his, his parents were separated, and uh, his mom wouldn't let him see his dad, and his dad was ill, and then his father died. And I saw what happened to that young man. Uh, he was about 16 years old, and he basically destroyed himself, at least in the next three months he was expelled from school. I've never seen anger in a person like that before, um, not, not in a high school student. And um, that's saying a lot because we have quite a few angry young men. Anyway, when you taught that story, I heard God speak to me, not audibly, but you know, just in my mind, and he said, the Muslim people are just like your students. And that changed my life. That's what put me on a trajectory to sign up for an SOM newsletter. It uh, sent me to the mosques to witness to Muslim people for the next two or three years. And um, it's still the, a driving force behind uh, what I do for the ministry and what I try to do for our international leaders. Well, we're here with Carol, and Carol is in charge of a lot of the training that goes on at SOM International. And as a former school teacher, uh, she has a lot of experience in this area. And so we're looking forward to coming back after this break and hearing more about how she's been developed as a leader as a result of her time around the persecuted church and SOM International. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Christian leaders and their families are facing tremendous persecution as they preach the gospel. Listen to Kamala's story. Hello, my name's Kamala. My husband, Yanam, was trained to be a church planter. Many people in our village started coming to our house church, but it made some people very upset. One day, militant men came to our home and took Yanam's life right in front of me. Our hearts are broken, but more people have come to Christ since Yalam's death than during his whole ministry. Thank you for praying that we will remain faithful in the face of persecution. When we hear from people who are risking it all for Jesus, do you know what they ask for most? Prayer. The first Sunday in November is the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church. We want to help you and your church pray for those who are risking much for Christ. At Risk Radio and SOM International have put together a prayer kit. This kit contains videos, prayer lists, and printable materials that you can use as you pray for the persecuted. Download your IDOP media kit at spiritofmartyrdom.com slash IDOP. 
Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. He's the CEO of SOM International and also with Carol. She is the Witness Development Director, one of the trainers at SOM International. And uh, David, I wanted just to toss it right to you. And, and as you were hearing her testimony, the Lord was just laying on your heart a verse. And so, so tell us what the Lord's been impressing on you. Yeah, Carol, I just... Uh brings up fond memories of the impact even of Genesis 16 there of Ishmael and the perspective. A lot of people have always grown up hearing how Ishmael was the wild donkey of a man and they just think this hated, perverted individual. But I want to encourage all the listening audience to go back to that story, develop God's heart for the angry young men, for the, the children of bondage, which really Ishmael represented Babylon there, because God loved Ishmael, literally his name means God hears. He talks about the blessing of multiplying descendants, and it ends in that whole section there. It says that Ishmael became a great archer, and he and God was with him. So God never abandoned him. He was not abandoned by his heavenly Father. And God loves Ishmael, and I and I and I hear in your story how God impacted you for that issue of so many men struggling, but ultimately even the abandonment, the difficulty, and what was God was doing in the persecuted church, specifically in the Islamic church too, of Muslims coming to Christ. And it's such a beautiful part of your story. Uh, and Carol, now I want to press on then just for our listening audience to be blessed, uh, you know, gain more insight to this leadership of our own staff as we're serving the leaders globally uh what are is there a story that really hits your heart that has really helped you grow in your witness for christ and in your leadership and i'd love for you to share that right now well there's several it's hard to pick um hard to pick just one but um the one that came to mind first i'll just go with the one that came to mind first um is actually a personal experience I had with Pastor Singh. He spoke at my church and um, I felt responsible for his time there because uh, I had arranged for him to speak there. I had talked to my pastor and my pastor had given me some very specific instructions about how that time was to go, uh, when he was supposed to uh, finish speaking, and you know, just some things uh, to make the service run smoothly. So when Pastor Singh, I think you dropped him off, um, when he came, I wanted to communicate those, that information to him. But as I walked in with him into the building, I, you know, I don't know if you can see the Holy Spirit come onto a person, but if I was going to describe what it looked like, I saw it that day. He changed right in front of me as soon as he saw the people. He said, of course, he greeted me first, but then he saw the people. And when he walked into that building, he was not interested in how much time he had to speak. He immediately started to greet the people in the church and shake hands and speak to them. And he was discerning how he was to bless each one of those people in the moment. And so he, he would take a, a, a period of time with every person that came in front of him on his way to the sanctuary. And he extended the blessings of God to each one of those people. And we still have people connected with the ministry that that's how they, they came to know SOM, was through 
the personal connection that they received from Pastor Singh and the blessing of God that he extended. And I saw that happen right in front of my eyes. I never did get to tell him how much he had to, how much time he had to talk. It changed the way that I think about my interaction with other people. So, uh, Carol, you're instrumental in the prayer ministry at Spirit of Martyrdom, and we have the International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church coming up here very soon. Um, it's the first weekend in November every year. Uh, tell us a little bit about how people can get involved with IDOP and with the prayer ministry there at Spirit of Martyrdom. Well, IDOP, we have... Uh a collection of amazing resources on our website. You can go to our website. It's um, it's right there on the on the home page. You click on IDOP, and you can download the resources. There's a, a number of different vi video resources and some things that would make nice um, inserts for a bulletin. Uh, it, it's just a lot of material there, and uh, so I would encourage everyone to take a look at that. Uh, the the thing about IDOP is you're inviting people into not just a month or even a day of prayer. You're inviting people into a relationship with God that, that will potentially change their life. Because when you, when you surrender a part of your life to pray for the persecuted church, you surrender yourself to be available for God's mission. And God takes that very seriously, and He will move within that when you give that permission, and He will move within that to invite you into it in a deeper level. So I, I get really excited when I hear people calling up to get involved in that way. Well, that's in line with the mission of SOM International that really is inviting you as our listeners to get involved with those who are risking much for Jesus. The first way you get involved with that is by subscribing to our newsletter. That's how Carol got started. She subscribed to the newsletter, as you heard her talk about earlier. And in that newsletter, you hear stories, you see pictures of what's happening all over the world with those who are risking much for Jesus. You can subscribe to that newsletter at Spirit of martyrdom.com. You can also help this podcast by subscribing to it, by sharing it with a friend. If you want to be part of the prayer ministry, please contact us. And Carol would love to add you to her prayer warrior list. And so you can be interceding with those who are uh, also praying for leaders who are risking every day. Some leaders go to jail. Some leaders are killed. Some leaders are facing being physically beaten for the gospel. And we want to join them in prayer. Well, until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio